0: A long time ago, on a comics page far, far away. Greetings and welcome to May the Panel Be With You, the comic book, the Star Wars comic book podcast brought to you by Punch-Up Entertainment. I am your co-host, Mike Gergoni, and joining me, as always, the trash compactor monster to my trash compactor, and yes, I know the name of the trash pack- compactor monster, but we'll get there when we get there. It's John Campbell.
1: Uh, yes, thank you. I think I, yeah, I'll take that. I, I I'll, I'd rather be the monster than the trash compactor, so that works for me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, yeah, uh, well, we do get some Trash Compactor action this week on the show, so.
0: Yes, we do. Uh, maybe a little too much Trash Compactor action. A
1: lot of Trash Compactor, and more Trash Compactor monster than was in the
0: movie, so. (laughs) Question for you, John, do you know the name of the Trash Compactor monster?
1: Answer, I think you know I don't, Mike. Uh, I think that's a pretty, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, it was just, I mean, it's a it's a it's an eyeball and a tentacle as far as I've ever seen in my life.
0: So, uh, the creature is called the Dianoga, and in many adaptations, including uh, some more recent ones, it is a force-sensitive creature, which is why it attacks Luke specifically.
1: Wow, I I've never known that. So
0: <laughs> that's what I'm here for, John. That's what I'm here for. Education. That,
1: that's it exactly where it is. Like uh, I because I know these movies backwards and forwards, but. The the net that next surface level thing is where you dig in, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and that's the great thing about this franchise. I think we've talked about one of the things I love about Star Wars is you can engage. As much as you want to with it. Well, and we are engaging in it
0: hard because, mm-hmm. of course, we are on issue number four of or 1977's Star Wars by Marvel Comics Group. The original Star Wars comic adaptation of the original Star Wars movie that was released the summer just after that movie was released.
1: Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Does this... Uh, pretty brisk two-hour movies start to feel pretty long when you stretch it out to six issues of a comic book.
0: <laughs> and of course, uh, we've got pretty much the same creative team as last time. We've got Roy Thomas on writing, Howard Chaykin on pencils, Steve Lealola on inks, and Tom Orsakowski on letters. And this particular issue was published on October 1st, 1977. So we're, we're coming into the, the fall now, uh, coming towards... About six months of Star Wars fever having gripped the nation.
1: Well, you got to keep in mind at this time, too, we don't have things like home video or whatever. So, Star Wars is still in theaters and people are still going all the time. So, oh, yeah. um, Star Wars, you know, had a good probably two year just absolute blast at the movie theater. This Absolutely. was a, it, the film industry was a totally different time. It wasn't big release each weekend, it'd be like you'd have like one big release. For the year in movies at this time. And this was that release. Yeah, I mean, honestly, probably the only thing, people are still going to Jaws from two years ago, would be the only other thing that's around at this time. Like, it's oh. a it's a weird thing where you're watching, people are still going
0: to the previous year's box office hits. And I'm absolutely certain that there were drive-ins in places that had Star Wars and Jaws as a double feature yeah. happening during this period of time.
1: You had, you had Jaws in 75, Rocky in 76, and this in 77. And I think those are still the three movies people are going to at this point. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But uh, it, it's it, also
0: it, why you can have a cover like the one we have now, open that up. We start with the battle with Darth Vader as a title character on this page. That, and people can be drawn to that because they already know who Darth Vader is. It is. This cover is insane to me. <laughs> this cover is... Uh, it, it, it,
1: the okay, so we have this cover that is Obi-Wan, Luke, and Leia, and then over them is this very horror movie: Darth
0: Vader with his hands up. Oh, he's gonna get you. It reminds but, me of Andross from the uh, the, the Star Fox 64 video game, very much so.
1: Uh, but the thing I think that's interesting about it is that's a cool design, but this also is implying this is physically happening. Because Luke is turning and shooting at this giant Darth Vader.
0: Well, and specifically, his laser blast from his blaster pistol is ricocheting off of his hand. Something that wouldn't happen until Empire Strikes Back, John. Yeah, I know.
1: Absolutely, yeah. That's very much an image from that. Do you think George Lucas saw this and went, "Mm -hmm."
0: (laughs) I don't think George Lucas... Actually, knowing George Lucas, he might have seen this. Though, I don't know whether or not he had... I feel like this is a... Cursory glance at best
1: from Mr. Lucas of, mm, yeah, comic books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, because he was making most of the money off of this, right? Because of all the merchandising rights.
1: Absolutely. But I something tells me he wasn't very invested in the quality of this where he was actively like checking up on it. So I'm right. sure it was more like, mm, yep, looks fine. Going along. Mm-hmm. I'll take my checks.
0: Also, can we talk about yeah. Obi-Wan's mustache on this cover here? This yeah. Don Quixote um, kind of look he's got. Yeah.
1: And also, now we've just got a straight-up white lightsaber for him at this point. Um, And, of course, his iconic green
0: robes. His green, full-body, towel, like, Bed Bath & Beyond style robe. This is the kind of thing uh, Charlie's granddad wears to bed in Charlie in the Chocolate Factory.
1: (laughs) It does have that vibe to it. Where you're just going like, yeah, Obi-Wan is all kinds of wrong here. Luke, uh, that jawline is not a Mark Hamill jawline by oh, any stretch
0: of imagination. We are well and truly back into the Luke's face is different every panel in this issue. Oh, God. Yeah, Luke is
1: looking terrible in this thing. And then <clears throat> um, Princess Leia's red shoes really distract me
0: on this. Well, look, she just needs to click those together and say, there's no place like home and she'll be free of the Death Star. Absolutely. And everybody's like, but this is really, this is
1: turning to something I think you would probably enjoy your which is Kaiju Vader based on this thing where it's like, oh my God, he's gigantic now.
0: Look, uh, my love of Kaiju is deeply and truly appreciated across many of the podcasts that I co-host, but the one place I am a little bit hesitant to get it in is Star Wars. I've seen it work. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I've watched that episode, yeah, those episodes yeah. of the Clone Wars. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've come close. Do I want any of my primary Star Wars antagonists growing to monstrous proportions to terrorize city streets? No, probably not.
1: Make my Vader grow! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if Palpatine is Rita Repulsa, does mm-hmm. that make Thrawn Lord Zed?
1: Ooh, yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: <laughs> I don't ooh, know. Vader Goldar, I think that makes Vader Goldar. No,
1: yeah. that's not good for Vader.
0: Uh, <laughs> hey, it could be worse. That, that I mean, we all know the Stormtroopers are the putties. That's easy, that's a given. Uh, ooh, I'm gonna go, I was gonna go
1: Tarkin's a baboo. Then I don't Is think it-
0: he's. No, I don't because Tarkin doesn't stick around long enough, though. I think it's uh, what's his name from Empire that sticks around until uh, oh, Jedi uh, as well, Admiral the, yeah. something or other. I'm blanking on it right now. The veers, yeah, 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 veers, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting,
1: yeah. This is what people tuned in for. How <laughs> does the power rangers, yeah, <laughs> line up with the look? We uh, all know uh,
0: Han Solo is a green ranger.
1: Oh, Han Solo is a Tommy, and Luke is a Jason. That's a mm-hmm. gift, man. 100%. That's a gift, man. Uh, that's why the Green Ranger is my favorite as a kid. I go, ah, the Han Solo of the group.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking uh, yeah. of long-winded intros, though, let's get to this first page because boy, howdy, do we have the editors working overtime to be just like, well, we get it. It's Star Wars. We all we are we all on the same page here.
1: Well, they I the, this this when we were mentioning the credits on this, it's interesting because legendary editor Archie Goodwin for some reason is involved as a consulting editor on this, so we've got an extra editing hand on this one.
0: Well, and looking forward a little bit, Archie Goodwin quickly takes creative control of this book after the uh, first oh. adaptation
1: period. Interesting, interesting. So maybe that's already creeping in on this in this issue, which is weird to think about because. The idea of issue to issue this being an adaptation of the movie d- just it, 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 this just feels so churned out that the idea of somebody going like yeah let me uh let me get in. you can really feel it on issue four when Archie Goodwin's hand comes in a you
0: know. well i th- I think it's just telling that him like starting to creep in on this book means he's showing an interest and will eventually take creative control, but I uh, think well. so and is he responsible for this weird voice in the descriptions here? Because all of a sudden there's a tone to this. <laughs> Suddenly we're kind of approaching some, uh, like, yeah, Marvel Comics in this period definitely had the, the third person narrator as kind of almost antagonistic to the main characters and towards the readers a little bit. Was definitely something we saw across a lot of books. Uh, X-Men is definitely the biggest one with Claremont, but uh, it, yeah. it was present in a lot of books at this time.
1: But I just love this. We're kind of in a hurry, this issue. So pay attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's just like, and you got to get this recap here. And we're just shooting and grunking all over the place on this first page.
0: <laughs> Look, the, the classic uh, Wookiee phrase of grunk. Yep. And we're I'm, zicking and zrapping. It, it makes me very curious about how far in advance this was scripted and drawn and lettered, because at this point, like, everyone will have had to have seen Star Wars by October. Right. And right. let's assume that this was made a month previous, so, like, September, this was drafted yeah. and whatnot. They know what Chewbacca sounds like, and Grunk is the best they can do. <laughs> at this point, they're like, well, we're already...
1: I'm curious to see if Grunk sticks around post the adaptation. Because at a certain point, it's like, guys, you do know what everybody looks and sounds like. Like, really... Uh, and that, the grunk is apparently Chewbacca complaining because Han is saying,
0: never mind the complaints, Chewie, just keep firing. <laughs> and Luke saying, Solo, they're getting closer despite the fact that we don't see any bad guys. We just see laser blasts coming towards them. And we're doing this, like, Batman 66
1: tilted angle thing here, too, where, I, uh, you know, we're in this. Uh, also, I don't remember this zinger from Han Solo. Now I know why they call this place Death
0: Star. So that actually raised my hackles a little bit right from the get-go, because when, and it happens a couple of times in this issue, when were Han and Luke ever told that this place was called the Death Star?
1: Oh, that's a good point. I just thought it was a dumb zinger, but now that you bring that up, I don't know that they, oh, do they say it at the briefing on Yavin? Yeah, later. That's what I mean. That's the first time I think
0: that comes up. Yeah, because they have the, like, the technical readout that's inside R2. But they, yeah, at this point, they don't have that. Or they haven't seen it anyway.
1: Yeah, they have it, but they haven't seen it. Yeah, you're right. That's insane. <laughs> and it, so. Unless they just overheard some stormtroopers going, Ah, here serving here on the
0: Death Star. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Death Star. Um, right. Yeah. Also, I, I've always loved this about, the the whole concept of the Death Star is the fact that it's called the Death Star and that's its, like, official name within the Imperial records. Right, the
1: the idea that it's not called, like, you know, Space Station 2140 or, colloquially, the Death Star. It is officially called, like, Project Death Star.
0: Yeah, and, like, it's being called that by the engineers working on it and the people running the station. How's that Death Star build going? Oh, pretty good. Uh... (laughs) It's kind of a star that brings death where it goes. (laughs) Good times. Yeah, yeah, Uh.
1: yeah. It does feel like it should be a nickname, but it's
0: not. But yeah, catching up with the story right now, we find our heroes having just sprung Princess Leia from the detention block. They're trying to fight for their lives. Meanwhile, Obi-Wan Kenobi is somewhere else in the station trying to shut down the tractor beam. And, of course, of our original cast, that leaves only the robots C-3PO and R2-D2 unaccounted for with an arrow pointing to the next page. As though, come on, we gotta get through this book.
1: I know, and it's also the idea about going like,
0: so I do what now, comic? I turn the page? (laughs) <laughs> and of course, when but, we do turn the page, we do immediately find ourselves with uh R2D2 and c 3 though, a jacked R2D2. A
1: jacked R2D2. And once again, a pose that I'm pretty sure the 3PO costume does not allow of him in this crash down like, uh-oh! <laughs> like, oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Blam blam. I guess they're shooting this door. Um Yeah, to, I mean uh, they're 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 knocking on it. The blams, that's not the sound of laser blasts in this. It's not a Zrak or a Zip it, or a Ruz. It's not a Frap
1: or a Zrak or a Riz Riz. Um, now, in this panel, speaking of laser blasts, I think is it in here where they talk about don't waste ammo? We'll hear it out
0: by that line. Well, look, John. Do you want me to get into how the Star Wars guns actually do have ammunition or not?
1: Well, I don't. Well, only in... It so rarely comes up in the movie. Yeah,
0: it, it almost never does come up. Yeah. But occasionally, and in stuff like Bad Batch, we see it more often than not. But the, that's, that's where I know it from, that you have people, like, changing,
1: you know, cartridges and stuff in, like, yeah, Clone War situations.
0: Right. And so... It does. There is no infinite laser guns in Star Wars per se. What people are carrying with blasters do have a a shot count. It's not like a a twelve shot magazine or something. It's a lot higher than that. But it does. Yeah. It is a thing in Star Wars. Uh, but the, uh, it, it's at this point, and in most uh, in any movie, I've never
1: seen anybody drop a mag and put in another one. No, it's true. Guess, yeah. It's it is more in the high combat situations of. As you say that, I have seen that in, yes, with your clone troopers and stuff like that. But, yeah, I never saw Han Solo jam another magazine in his blaster, you know.
0: No, and the Star Wars movies and TV shows, for the most part, take place in that magical fantasy Christmas land where guns never run out of ammo and we don't have to worry about it.
1: Yeah, Uh, oh, believe me, I can get into phasers in Star Trek, which are even weirder. Um, (laughs) but, uh, you have to charge those suckers. Yeah, they have a Uh, capacitor limit, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, but, uh, I also like the line where, uh, we, we, this, this is not only, I was going to say the lines, but let me just even get to the escape into the trash compactor is visual nonsense. If you haven't seen the movie, good luck following the progression
0: of what happens here. So I, I also love the arrows pointing towards what panel you're supposed to go to next. Like, because yeah. if you've never read a comic book before, this is how you do it kind of mm-hmm. a thing. <laughs> Which is so weird. Um Because we got we got 3PO and R2-D2 back in the control room saying like, oh, yes, all of these systems have been alerted and the stormtroopers are coming right now. And then we cut back to the cell block where we have Leia taking charge and saying this is some rescue.
1: When you came in, you didn't have a plan for getting out. And then we get the Han Solo, he's the brains, sweetheart. Which anyone calling Luke Skywalker the brains is making a vast miscalculation. Uh, a- absolutely. And also something I feel like Han Solo would not say.
0: <laughs> right. Or is at least Han- not admit. Han Solo, yeah, Han Solo would feel he's the brains. Um, right. Also, I love the line as uh, after Leia blasts a, f- a hole open in the floor. Uh, <laughs> Chewie going, grog, and Han saying, no, Chewie, don't rip her apart. (laughs) This Chewie in this comic is so fucking bloodthirsty. He just
1: (laughs) wants to rip everybody apart. Uh, And yeah, the grog is apparently, look at him. He's a menacing figure in that panel, too. He's going, oh, I'd love to rip that lady apart if I could get the chance.
0: (laughs) He's like some kind of murderous Sasquatch. (laughs) gonna be ripping people apart
1: so they go down into the trash compactor here where of course everything is also just
0: the colors my god the colors of this book well and we also have like you said visual nonsense of like we have no idea where anything is in relation to each other so when they fall down this chute suddenly it it seems like they fall five feet down to just the trash compactor that's below them because once again, having seen the movie,
1: it's actually pretty simple. She blows a hole in the side of the kind of floor wall there, and then they go down and they slide down a yeah a tunnel, basically like a trash chute into the thing. But here, it just like I don't I don't know where anything is in relation to anything else. Anyway, let's go to the next page where they're in the trash compactor here, and we're Let gonna get trying to shoot his way out. And everything's ricocheting with... oh, my, I, I, This may have the most crazy sound effects uh,
0: of any of these issues so far. Because we get a patak, patong, zik, patung, patang, patong. I actually really like that for the sound of, like, ricocheting laser blasts inside of a place. That was really effective to me.
1: Sure. I, I mean, the visual's pretty good on it, too, in terms of the way the lasers are blasting out the walls. Um... But but I'm just talking. It's just the amount of sound effects, even on this page alone. Because we get a grunk from Chewbacca. We get a whoo, which is the trash compactor monster. Well, and because Luke- Ric
0: Flair is lurking below.
1: Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> then the uh, uh, and then Luke gets pulled under with a
0: distinct blub. Which, there's just this hard cut between the panels of them hearing the awoo, Luke going, what's that sound? And then in the next panel, Luke is submerged, and it's just his hand up out of the water. And again, if you haven't seen the film, you almost have no idea what's happening.
1: That's a lot of work to do in a gutter. That is asking a lot of the readers,
0: right? (laughs) Yeah. It it almost feels like the bottom panel and that panel should be swapped, of Luke getting strangled by the... The tentacle and him going, blast it, blast it, and then cut to the hand being pulled under. I agree. And but Luke, the second Luke being charged, of course, is a glup. Yeah, and the Dianoga is really having its way with Luke down here in this bottom panel. Uh, he, his face is yeah. one from an, a 70s horror comic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again,
1: yeah, the moments where Chaykin just decides, yeah, I'm going all in on detail are these interesting moments to me. But then look at the complete lack of detail on anyone else in that panel.
0: Oh, I don't think Han Solo's eyes are open in any panel besides the first one on this page.
1: No. Go to the... I mean, yeah, the, the, the next page this is a mess. Uh, We get another Gronk. Um, and is, I'm sorry, is this a is this a Chewbac? No, that's not a Chewbacca. When it says Kronk, that's uh, that's the sound of the metal, right?
0: I think, but but no, I think it might be a Chewbacca sound because Chewbacca is almost always uh like in green, and that one's also in green. Yeah, yeah
1: you're right. That's why I read it as that. So because we get the the, yeah. the thing, the thing that jumps out to me, and 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 I don't know why you'd be watching this if you're not, but I'm saying if you're if, if you really read modern comics, the sound effects have been way pulled back in modern comics there are way less sound effects in fact as somebody who dabbles in the comics field myself i really try to avoid them unless they're necessary they do kind of read as cheesy and old sometimes if you're not careful
0: but i also really do appreciate them sometimes like i love a good crack of in a in a thor comic or something
1: well, i think it depends on what you're trying to do too right i mean you know yeah. you've got Because when you're in superhero stuff, you've got iconic things. You want to see a snicked when Wolverine pops his claws and stuff like that. There are certain sounds associated.
0: But it it is rampant. I mean, like Luke spitting. Do we need a sput? Yeah, I don't know. And the fact that it looks like he's drenched in urine, it doesn't help. (laughs) Oh my god, the colors. The colors! Yeah, obviously it's garbage water. I mean, it's supposed to look nasty, but it really does look like he's spitting pee.
1: Yeah, this is uh, this is actually the outhouse for the stormtroopers they fall in.
0: I mean it is though.
1: Well, yes, I mean it is it
0: is the all things dredge into here, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly uh, what I love about this sequence and something I've only given thought to like in a more modern like thinking on this is how do these giant chunks of metal get down into this room? Somebody's just hucking him down there going, we don't need these girders anymore. Who who tried to flush a girder?
1: (laughs) Come on. I I want the stormtrooper jamming that in the toilet going, come on, get down. (laughs)
0: Lord Vader wants this gone. Like there are ship parts down here. How did they end up there? From because this is particularly a trash compactor on the detention level. Who was yes. smuggling in a a fucking like a uh, power converter into their prison jumper?
1: Okay, here's the thing: we're all gonna bring pieces of an X-wing in here. Then we're gonna assemble <laughs> it and fly it out. There's a there's a plot for a future Star Wars episode or something. Uh, just there. <laughs> I, I do.
0: I want the Great Escape of Star Wars stories. That'd be now. Cool. It's when they arrested uh, the Star Wars version of uh, <laughs> Johnny Cash as he was trying to build his Cadillac. <laughs> All
1: right, here, man. I'm gonna put
0: this little piece on there, and uh, oh, I need that. Don't you throw that? Oh no, don't put that in the trash compact. Oh yeah, the, the one piece of the time story is a lot sadder in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. But there is, yeah, you're right, there's something funny about it. just,
1: it really is, yeah, what, what, this is everything. You might expect food pieces or something, but the fact that there are just huge chunks of metal going, I don't know, just throw that down
0: there. Yeah, so of course we're in the middle of the classic scene where the trash compactor walls are coming in, they're trying to brace it, it's not working, and Luke is shouting at 3PO to shut down all the trash compactors on a detention level.
1: But, this, but there's, there's another...
0: this weird time dilation in this particular iteration of it in the comic book adaptation because the walls are coming in and he's shouting for 3PO. Meanwhile, 3PO is still in the control room, whereas at this point in the movie, they've already snuck away from the control room. Yeah. Th-
1: this is the thing that's so interesting to me because we talked about this in the last issue how much they just kind of gloss over the destruction of Alderaan. But in here, we get so much of the trash compactor sequence Mm -hmm. and also the associated sequences around it, right? Like 3PO and all of this stuff. I mean, look at this next page. Almost the whole page is just 3PO talking to the stormtrooper. And it is like, can we leave? Can I bring this protocol droid? Can I take him somewhere? Okay, and you're like, my God, do we need the...
0: uh, do we need every detail of how they get out of this room? Apparently we do, and we need to look, devote six panels to it across a page.
1: Yeah, it's it's wild to me that this is all in here. And then just to cut back to, uh, yeah, that is a distinct Chewbacca gurk.
0: Yeah, no, like I said, I'm pretty sure all of Chewbacca's sounds are captioned in green. Gerk. Grink, grr, 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 grr. You know yeah. those sounds Chewbacca makes. But oh, again, yeah. something we said in the last episode was like, "How the fuck do you even caption the noise Chewbacca makes?" Yeah, it's just, oh. there's some H's in there, maybe some R's, an N, maybe. Now oh, I'm trying to think of now, I, and I
1: and I read all the current Star Wars comics, and I'm trying to think how they write Chewbacca.
0: They just say he makes some like growling noises. They don't actually yeah, write it, it out it, phonetically.
1: It, 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 yeah, it is like a growl grunt kind of thing that they write. And I think that's fine because we all know what it sounds like, once again.
0: Well, and the that's best it. part of the Star Wars like audiobooks is when they're describing that in the book, they put in the Chewbacca noises in the back, because you yeah, know what yeah, it sounds
1: yeah, like. Yeah. And like the 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 when uh was it Jerry Duggan who did that Chewbacca miniseries, you you just don't have a lot of dialogue in that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was great. Uh, so let's go to the next page here where we're
0: still in the trash compactor. <laughs> and he, I like that Leia, who admonished Han for blasting the door the first time, immediately opens with, try to blast the door again. It's our only hope. <laughs> and he hits it with a mighty ZRAP! And it does not. Uh, work. Uh, but no. meanwhile, the droids have magically teleported across the space station and they have to shut down all the trash compactors on the detention level, which they do. Uh,
1: For this to all work, man, based on the way it's presented here, these walls are moving much slower than they do in the movie, right? Oh yeah,
0: 100%. And we also don't have that dramatic beat because of how mismatched the time is of 3PO freaking out and hearing them all shout once it's shut down, but it's them shouting in celebration, not being crushed to death. Which is one of the funniest bits in that first movie.
1: Oh dear, they're being crushed to death.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we also
1: get, you've got to love the inclusion of the detail for the numbering of the maintenance hatch. Come on, man! <laughs> Which is You're a... a time now.
0: It's a detail that's in the movie, but it's said on the comm to 3PO while 3PO is reacting, so it's its not a detail that's highlighted in the film. Right, but here we've got Luke bridge Hold on, let me see this here. I mean, it's just, you talk
1: about, at this point, I'm just going like... They clearly started adapting this movie and then went, we're getting through this thing too fast. We got to slow it down, everybody. (laughs) It makes six issues here because when you've got Luke brushing gunk off of a thing to read the unit or the the hatch number, uh, I'm going, good God, we're just killing time in this book. Yeah, it's not taking four pages to get these people out of the trash compactor,
0: and it's a nine-digit code, so it takes up like most of the panel's art centered frame. Mm -hmm. Hold on, I've I've rubbed away some more. There are actually six more digits. Jesus (laughs) Christ! Eight six seven five three o nine. How do you how do you even translate this last one? I
1: don't. Yeah, can can is there a button up there R two that says (laughs) nine? And then I see something here about a call Jenny. (laughs) <laughs> that, that yeah oh for those tommy two-tone fans out there
0: um uh, but we do have again the weird version of r2's scomp unit in this yes. uh, yep. page there. we have the <laughs> weird like shoulder yep. box that's coming out of him
1: so bizarre especially for those of us who are so familiar with i mean because if you're a star wars fan you've seen r2 plug into stuff and get people out of jam so many times i know just I can close my eyes and instantly see what that looks like.
0: Oh, and the fact that so many other droids have a very similar functionality at this point. Like we yeah. saw, uh, uh, we saw the droid do it in Rogue One. We've seen droids do it on all of the the animated shows. Like uh, what's his name? The little ball one. BB Eight. BB Eight also doing it with a very similar piece of technology. It, it's the yeah, same it- unit. There's a distinct, you know, there's sort of a USB
1: nature to it, right? Where it's all there's a there's a universality to it. And it's and it's very simple and just like bloop bloop, and then and then you the thing turns bloop, 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 bloop. Mm-hmm.
0: here. I don't know. All I know is it's making a badique sound. Yeah, well, and R two sounds are always a little off on this because again, I don't beep think they beep. knew what he. They, but sure. but they would have had to have known what he sounds like at this point. Yeah, it is. A, that's the thing
1: at this point now. Four issues in. They know what this stuff sounds like, but they're just sticking to the consistency of their own comics.
0: Well, and I, again, we don't know exactly how far in advance these were scripted or written or drawn. So, for all we they know, were this edited, is... they were
1: edited late in the game. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. Somebody's still approving this for publication. Some of this stuff could have been changed. Well, and these
0: sound effects are added much later in the art process, regardless. It's very yeah, rarely that... the penciler who's adding those stuff. Exactly. That, that, goes, yeah, the, the, the lettering is your last pass, so that stuff
1: could be changed. Now go on the next page, and good God, the lettering, because there is so much. You talk about just, oh my God, when you turn to this page, you go, look at all the words
0: about describing what Obi-Wan is doing. Well, because God forbid you have a silent scene in the movie, not have descriptions like a fucking novel. I mean, what, what do you need to know? Other
1: than Obi Wan is trying to shut down the tractor beam, which is said in the opening uh, yep. dialogue panels. In, I mean, just let's look at this. Meanwhile, nearby, Ben Kenobi hides amid the equipment that powers the great tractor beam. Now, I would have stopped there, but instead, which in turn holds Han Solo's sh- ship in thrall?
0: That's Again, even covered in stuff. the opening narration.
1: Ben Kenobi, once he was Obi Wan of the famed Jedi Knights. By the way, I love of the famed Jedi Knights. It makes it sound like they're
0: a football team.
1: Former wide receiver of the Jedi Knights. Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think o- Obi Wan would have been a uh, a running back personally, but that's just me. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. That's true.
0: Uh... And then, and then it goes even
1: further. Now he, like the others, is a fugitive on board this sprawling battle station. And even as he makes certain adjustments in the computer <sighs> terminal, several lights change from red to blue, the net draws time. Good God! That is just... Th- th- this is my problem with comic books of this era. It is just writers going, eh, I, I gotta say something! I, I gotta write something!
0: Well, they're not playing into the strength of the medium which is something that was definitely figured out in this era i think there are writers emerging in this era that early 80s yeah that are figuring out exactly what the strengths of comic book storytelling are and a lot of times it's letting the art speak for itself which is something some writers have trouble with
1: yeah because it's interesting it's guys like frank miller that really figured this out because they're guys who write and draw Mm -hmm. And so they start to figure out, oh, I don't need to say any of this stuff because I can, you know. Or when you start to get collaborations between, like, Danny O'Neill and Neil Adams, right, and stuff like that, where you start to go, like, Neil's art's really good. I think
0: I can just kind of let this sit. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you have Walt Simonson uh, doing Thor a little bit after this. and you have
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 80s, uh, this is an interesting time just to look at comics because we are right on the cusp of comics completely changing. And we'll see that as we just go through this Star Wars series. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, um, and then meanwhile, the uh, the this is where I was talking about. The trash compactor monster makes a brief other appearance that he does not in the movie,
0: but it was in the script originally.
1: Yes, well, that's what they're dealing from, I, and 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 sh- that's the case. But kind of, I would say a good cut. It doesn't like once they're out of the trash compactor. Does this thing need to keep coming at? I like Han Solo shooting it. Right. Because I think by in the, the movie way,
0: it's uh one either here Chewy takes one last shot into the uh trash yeah. compactor.
1: Yeah, they just kind of simplify it. Uh uh although I, I do like that we finally just gone with a simple zap.
0: A, a nice simple zap. A
1: nice simple zap is this gooey tentacle arm comes out of the now they
0: never do the little eyeball in the comic that's in the movie where it comes up out of the water well and I'm sure the eyeball specifically isn't described in whatever shooting script they were given to it and that's a total like insert special effects shot in the movie Mm -hmm. yeah the Dianoga eyeball is 100% something the Mm -hmm. creature prop master came up with like within the week and was just like wouldn't it be cool if this popped out of the water and And it does yeah that looks pretty cool
1: It's actually a thing I think about before I think about the tentacle when I think of that creature, because it's it's kind of iconic. Uh, Mm -hmm. We also get, just to indicate, the last stripping of the uh, chest plate of the Stormtrooper armor off of Luke here, just to go,
0: and we're back in our normal looks. I always found it uh, hilarious that they were wearing their normal clothes under the Stormtrooper armor. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't think the armor works that way, but whatever. I I don't think, I don't, I don't... (laughs) They, they just got, you know, the stormtroopers just have, like, a button-up on under there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get the classic uh, Leia line here of, tell your big hairy walking carpet to get out of my way. I like Chewie's mm-hmm. little ronk, like, I'm a carpet kind of R- sound. Racist. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> how dare you. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is good we get some of the, listen, your holiness, let's get something straight. And this is from the movie. I take orders from one person, me and I uh,
0: rejoinder of it's a wonder
1: you're still alive. That's all. Yeah. We're, we're getting some more, we're getting a little bit more of the personalities of the characters from the movies in here, which I appreciate. Uh, no reward is worth it. I mean, cause the, this is the key to, and obviously this is the banter that completely makes up empire strikes back that they lean into so hard in that movie is this yeah. kind of banter. Um, so moving on to the next page here, very, this is very shaken, this first panel on the next mm, page, but mm-hmm. very Star Wars, this very noir kind of thing of Obi-Wan hiding from these
0: stormtroopers, and it's very stylized. Also a complete disregard for Obi-Wan's little, like, force trick that lets him get away in this scene, that is just, like, not even brought up in... You would think with all the, uh, like, narration happening here, they'd be like, and then Obi-Wan Kenobi, the once great Jedi Knight, projects the Force of others down the hallway, distracting them while well he might slip away. But no, we don't get any of that. He just kind of stands in the shadows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Should we put in that Force thing? Nah, forget it, man. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, d- don't <laughs> make the
0: Space Wizard seem more magical. That would be bad. Oh, no, no, no. no. Uh,
1: <laughs> back to... Han and Luke and everybody looking
0: at the Falcon. Yeah, I do like, I always like Leia's line. If you came here in that, you're braver than I thought. Yeah, (laughs) they are capturing that, which I was kind
1: of worried that they were going to lose a lot of the Leia. Um, And especially because the dialogue, so much of it, so much of that Leia personality came from Carrie Fisher. Mm -hmm. But obviously they're keeping the dialogue and I'm reading it in her voice. So... Uh, that works for me. But once again, just all oh, the colors, that bright pink communicator in Luke's hand.
0: Yeah. And the weird orange right. backgrounds, like highlighting the characters, beh- like to make them pop from the salmon background that's behind that. That's just I totally don't. washed out colors. Yeah. Who knows? It's so weird. But then everything is also blue and orange in the other panels with this pink floor. And I yeah. It w- it would be less egregious if it was consistent, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it would. It's like, okay, well, this is their stylized take, but instead it's like, guys, even you don't know what this is supposed to look like in your own comic. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, we actually do get a uh, a better orientation of where everybody is in this comic than we actually do in the movie, which I found interesting. The fact that Luke Han and Leia and Chewie are above like, directly above where 3PO and R2 are, is something that's, like, you can kind of piece together in the movie, but in this it's made explicit. Well, I think because here we don't, we're
1: not dealing with physical sets, obviously, so whereas in the movie those are two separate sets, there was no ability probably to get a shot of them together, so you have to kind of, so here, this is where the comic book works if the colors weren't so insane, this would this would be it, where you're going like, oh, god it. They're up here looking down at the Falcon, and this is okay. Uh, but, no, but uh-oh, here come the boys in white. I don't remember <laughs> that line in the movie. Uh,
0: yeah, well, the, the terminology buckethead hadn't quite come up yet. Oh, no, no, they didn't. Yeah, but uh, uh-oh, the boys in white are back. But this is the Stop bit where Han fire. chases them down the, the corridor. I love the, in the next page... All of Han's angry faces with this first panel is just so bizarre. His head is way too big. His mouth is, like, wide and agape. The cheekbones are insane. Insane. Uh,
1: and and <laughs> uh, Can we talk about Leia's teeth in that first panel, too? Most of her
0: mouth are just big old chappers. Oh, I that's a failure on the anchor. It has to be like, there are some lines that were not drawn in that panel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not to say that the penciler is off the hook here either, because if he didn't like make it clear where the mouth starts and stops, I think that's on him as well. Also, this is, uh, (laughs) I love this scene in the
1: movie where he chases the stormtroopers and it is done so poorly in this comic book, because once again, there are no wide shots that indicate the actual movement of this so it's in dialogue you've got han going oh no they're about to run into a dead end where and of course <laughs> the thing in the movie is not a dead end but it's just when he turns the corner there are like 20 stormtroopers and you get that great harrison
0: ford like Aah! you know and he's running back the other way well and specifically the special edition too when he like empties out into that corridor and it's like a whole hangar full of them yeah it's great man <laughs> <clears throat> and here it's all this. Just I mean, it's just once
1: again, you 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 don't. It's it's all Han. You get very little of what stormtroopers are
0: around him, and he's just telling you what's happening. Basically, right? The second to last panel on the bottom of the page here, where uh, Han like basically narrating to himself for the whole back half of this page, but. <laughs> The, the face down here, where he's suddenly jaundiced as though he is like considered with like terrible rage at some act he's committed, and like in some kind of old clenched. romance comic. And he, what I like is he keeps
1: the teeth clenched into the next panel, too. And yeah, but we... in the next
0: panel, it looks like he has a jawbreaker in his mouth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. Uh, and, and, uh, and Chewie's hitting us with his, uh, classic catchphrase, rank
0: I do like a haronk. <laughs> and so they're running back
1: and you're just going like, man, way to like suck any action out of this action sequence.
0: <laughs> On the next page though, are you ready for the most awkward retcon in Star Wars history? Oh. Yes. It's so much more it's so much worse than this comic adaptation. patient. Uh, can I talk about this first panel though?
1: Uh Luke and Leia's arms melting into each other on that first one there?
0: Yeah, it's cuz they both got big sleeves and it's not made very clear that they're holding hands. It just looks like no, they have it's, one big long arm connecting the two of them. It's pretty weird. Um and so, yeah.
1: uh, it, and this is of course where they're going to end up swinging. This is the iconic very you know, swashbuckling moment in the first movie where we're going to
0: swing across the chasm here on the Death Star. But Luke has to explain every step of it. We've got to get across to that other side, and it looks like this cable is our only chance as he makes... He makes the line out of his utility. Love. Hey, it caught on those pipes.
1: I don't really know what I'm doing. I just sort of threw it in that direction, and luckily, it just caught onto those pipes. All right, Princess, grab hold of me and then talk about a romance comic.
0: Hey, hey, hey. There is a mouth the mouse kiss happening here, though we actually never actually see the kiss, but it is implied that there is an open mouth kiss happening here. Oh.
1: Yeah, look at look at the look at Luke's mouth. Luke's mouth in particular is the oh. mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. he's
1: going for, but he's going what?
0: Yeah. So whereas in the movie and in later adaptations, it will be just a kiss on the cheek where Leia says "for luck." Yep, and but this it is it. a implied mouth stuff for luck. <laughs> Howard Jacobin.
1: Will of course be known for doing some sexy, sexy comics later, and here's a little
0: taste of it, folks. Yeah, here's and unfortunately, info. come on, come what we on. Didn't know is that these two characters were siblings. Mm-hmm. The little ten year olds reading this comic are like, "Oh my!" And this will give us a generation of jokes from Kevin Smith and others about uh, Luke being hot for his sister.
1: Well, and this comic is like, yeah, we're we're going all the way in on that. Before we get to this insane... Man, this this transition to the next page where they're swinging now, something's wrong here. And it's oh, because
0: they're going in the wrong direction, right? Exactly, yeah, it doesn't work.
1: The flow so- of motion doesn't work at all. They in- suddenly
0: switch sides. In the previous page, there is a constant movement from right to left. As they're fleeing down the corridor from the stormtroopers, they get to the chasm where they have to right. like make the the line to um swing across. And so in the setup panel where we see uh, Leia grabbing onto Luke and Luke about to swing, it looks as though he's about to swing from right to left. So when we go to this next page and suddenly he's swinging from left to right, it is jarring and it's like breaks the momentum in a weird way. It's an interesting thing because it's a rule in cinema that I don't often think about in terms
1: of comics, but here it's obviously applied to some, which is the 180 rule, meaning be- when you cut between shots, The idea is you want to keep people on the same side of the frame. If somebody's on the left side of the frame, somebody's on the right side of the frame, if you cut to another angle where they're suddenly on opposite sides of the frame, our brain can't make sense of that. It looks wrong.
0: Mm -hmm. And here's a comic book doing that. Yeah, and we also have the next two panels with them suddenly fleeing from left to right. And if all of these... Top three panels of this page were just mirrored. It would like visually make more sense, and you wouldn't require your brain to stop for a second and go, "Wait, hold on." And obviously, like logically, we know what's happening in the page, right? But it is that continuity of motion in images that is kind of a hallmark of bad visual storytelling at times.
1: This is something an editor should catch. This is why you
0: have yeah. an editor. I mean, an artist should not draw it in the
1: first place. But let's just assume that people are working and not thinking about it. This is where you have an editor going, wait, wait, wait. What's going on here? But this also, I think, speaks to maybe the lack of editing on this book.
0: Yeah, and obviously this would have been so much easier to fix in a digital age of comics where you could literally just mirror it on a horizontal plane and suddenly the problem is fixed. Right, yeah. No, I mean,
1: corrections now happen so much easier um, because everything happens. Beyond the penciling, and some people even pencil digitally, but beyond the penciling, everything is done digitally now. So anything can change. I mean, you're changing comics right up until like the day before they go to print. Right. And even then, sometimes they change it after the first print run. <laughs> yeah. And and oftentimes, yeah, the digital run is a different thing. And
0: We haven't run into any like truly problematic uh, writers or artists on this series just yet. Um, no. But I am sure there is a dearth of Star Wars comics out there, and we are bound to run into one or two of them. And there are people who have snuck things into their books that uh, as soon as they hit the, the, the comic book stands, people went, whoa, 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 that's not mm-hmm. cool. Oh, mm-hmm. well, we'll get there. Uh, but
1: so let's go. So they swing across. They get a frizac, uh, or Frisk. I was a little uh,
0: disappointed we don't have uh, Stone Cold Leia badass gunning down stormtroopers in this bit. No,
1: it's all Luke. Leia no. doesn't even handle a weapon here. But I want to talk about this. This The the three panels here at the bottom. Who's this guy in that
0: first panel? Who is that? Uh, it's Obi-Wan, but he's had uh, Botox injections in his chin and he's shaved off all of his facial hair.
1: Well, he's got a mustache. There's a mustache there. Kind of, but it doesn't the 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 talk about the inking, it's not indicated enough. I can I can kind of see it, but I'm looking
0: for it, but man well, the big problem is that it's all cross-hatched shadows, and so it's impossible yeah. to distinguish bits of his face other than the eyeballs. Once again, Obi-Wan Kenobi, master of the shadows in this comic book, right? I mean, it literally says he makes himself a part of the hallway in this scene, so I don't know what to tell you. Is
1: that then. voice flowers?
0: <laughs> ben Kenobi seems nearly a part of the passageway itself, as lar- a large cluster of stormtroopers hurries past him. When it says, they say large cluster, they mean two. I'm looking at two, and also,
1: I can see all that in the panels here without having to have any of that description. Then, pausing to make certain they've all passed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the fact that it even says that is I so can't dumb. I not believe
1: that. Failing to see the dark silhouette. I do like this uh, deep focus shot with Vader's helmet in the foreground. That is cool. Objectively cool.
0: Yeah. Though the fact that the panel that says then pausing to make certain that they've all passed is just a shot of his foot and it seems to be his foot in motion. So he's not pausing at all. No. And in fact, and, and those guys have just passed. So it doesn't seem, yeah,
1: it seemed like you took off immediately. So let's go to the next panel or the next page here. Uh, Han and Chewie are running. And about to fall down, based on the look of it. These guys are re- look
0: at Hans really lean in there. Well, and we've also got. It took me a little bit to figure out exactly what they're trying to show here. And what they're showing off is that the the blast doors are closing. But rather than right. just like big heavy doors sealing the doors, like we've seen in Star Wars later, these are what looks like Indiana Jones style like falling bricks coming from the ceiling. Yeah, it does. It, or or it looks
1: like. Um, when they retract the bleachers in a gym, like it's coming mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, section
0: mm-hmm. by section where it's like top layer, second layer, third layer. It's weird. Well, it's coming down because we see the slam in the second panel here, uh, just as he makes his daring. escape. But it,
1: yeah, it is. It is. But yeah, it's, it's, it's in like
0: sink, sink, sink,
1: these weird yeah. layers,
0: weird, but it speaks to kind of the adventure, uh, uh, kind of stylings they were going for in the movie and it was clear in the script like in this escape from the Death Star you've got uh, a lot of running around a lot of swinging a lot of like old campy adventure stuff and so having a falling ceiling uh, seemed I think excessive compared to the fact that they just got out of a place where the walls were coming in yeah, how
1: many things need to fall on these people, you know? Uh, how many times can you threaten to crush your main characters? Right. Uh, but it, do- it does have, yes, it does have that. Obviously, Lucas was always very uh, upfront about the Flash Gordon influence on this mm-hmm, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. The fact that um, no one
0: ends up fighting a duel on a slowly rotating platform is actually shocking. hmm <laughs> mm-hmm. Flash Gordon. Um,
1: now, it's interesting, then, of course, we, we were talking about... Uh, you and I were talking about beforehand uh, that you then when you get the Flash Gordon movie though, then that becomes uh, Star Wars rip off. You're like, well, no, Flash Gordon. Can't, well, then doesn't
0: matter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, and another Gronk from Chewy. Before we get to oh,
0: John, no, that's a that's a Nork. You get you can't confuse a Gronk with a Nork.
1: Oh, you're right. That is a Nork with a with the si- with the silent G.
0: Yeah, with the silent G. You can't you can't not forget that.
1: Yeah, sorry, my dyslexia came out there for a second when I was putting... I, I just saw Gronk, because I'm so used to it. Uh, so you got Obi-Wan moving towards the Millennium Falcon when he sees suddenly, boy, I don't remember Alec Guinness doing this. You!
0: Okay, legitimately, I love this part of this comic. The, okay. The duel between Obi-Wan and Vader in this comic, I love.
1: There, there, are, there are parts of it I am with you on, is where I'm at with that. We get another uh, liquidy lightsaber blade here when he zips this thing.
0: Yeah, again, they have no idea what the lightsabers look like, and the blade is pink, and the both blades are pink. Don't worry about it. It's
1: all weird, uh, and it, I mean, it's, a lot of this dialogue is the same, but there's some weird change, or probably weird changes in the movie. Once again, not from the script, yeah, is there, uh, I do think when you go to the next page, when they call him the fearsome dark knight, though, my eyebrows went up on Vader. Mm-hmm. Or it's yeah.
0: like dark Knight, you say? Well, what I found interesting is so we have this beginning of this duel we have Obi-Wan rolling up on Vader going, you and Vader with his classic line I've been waiting, Obi-Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. The circle is now complete When I left you, I was but a learner Now I am the master And rather I'm than having the it. classic rejoinder of Only a master, master. Oh, Exactly uh, Obi-Wan busts out with a You still have much to learn Which I actually really like that line
1: Oh, but I love only a master of evil darth. It's like one of my favorite lines in Star Wars, so uh I just think that's so the the That's a little
0: bit more uh lofty, right? This like only a Master of Evil Darth. Um but This page in particular I really, really like because it reminds me so much of kind of that I promise of the old samurai duel. That was sort of the idea behind the Obi Wan Vader duel in uh A New Hope, but because of Alec and not doing any training and them not really knowing exactly what the special effects were going to look like and not knowing exactly what a lightsaber duel even was at that point.
1: There's, there's a lot that went into that. Yeah. Where they really didn't take the time and, and there was a lot of question marks in it and stuff like that. So no, I agree. This is cool. It's the next page that has the silly thing, but this is all pretty good, yeah. Other than the 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 Zerax, the Zirax, the, Fizits, the Z- little too much on the sound effects. I think I,
0: I but, love the uh the the repartee back here where Vader with the your powers a weak old man and yeah. Obi Wan saying a line that is absolutely not in the movie, which is you only know half the Force, Vader. Well, the I don't know what the hell that means. Uh, you. Perceive its full power as little as a spoon perceives the taste of food, which is mysticism 101.
1: It is, but it also doesn't sound like Star Wars, like the use of the word spoon and stuff like that just feels out of place. Um, Uh, But I like the idea of
0: it. And I I do like the narration here because it does speak to these like two old foes, like having these big lunging clashes that then like slowly grind into each other. That is just not in the movie. Mm-hmm. I like
1: this. I mean, you get you, you, yeah, this is all very cool. Um, the I lightsaber's
0: think- locked in midair. The two powerful warriors stand motionless like titans out of some lost time.
1: Yeah, that's a, it's a little much for me, but, uh... uh see, I love the purpley prose, but yes, this uh, next
0: page is where it starts getting a little sillier again.
1: Yeah, well, it's like, it's like, we gotta get back to this now because we got everybody in the hangar just kind of hanging out. Uh... Just kind of, there's nobody around at this point, but uh, the, I, I love Leia being like, "Look over there, a saber fight." Um, <laughs> and this is where the lightsabers are getting real wonky. I understand they're like trying to do arcing through the air kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It, makes it seem like the the blades are real wobbly,
0: yeah, or like they're it's something we've seen in comics later as well as like the energy actually like crackling off of the lightsabers in this kind of like liquid yeah. way. And and it's it's done better in
1: later books as we end, as and a lot of that is just because we have more visual reference for what they look like in the movie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody's everybody's watching. Uh, don't love the line "Prepare to meet the Force, Obi
0: Wan." Yeah, and we get like a kind of butchered version of the Obi Wan line of like "Cut me down, and I will become more powerful than you can possibly imagine." If my blade finds its mark, you will cease to exist. But if
1: you cut me down, I will only become more powerful. What? <laughs>
0: Followed up with a heed my words. Yeah. <laughs> heed <Heat> my words. <laughs> yeah, and Vader following up with not this time. I am the master now. Like, no, like, oh, I am the master.
1: That's like, didn't you didn't you just say you that? just said? said
0: that, yeah. 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 I I want
1: to reiterate one more time. I am the master now. But, okay, this next page is... Yeah, this next page, it has wild. the craziest image
0: in any of the issues we've seen so far. So what we, have, we have that iconic scene where Vader slices through Obi-Wan, and in the movie, he just vanishes. And right. in this, he explodes?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um... Look, I know there was a lot of drug use in the Marvel offices at this time, but good lord. Um, For
0: a brief second, Obi-Wan Kenobi becomes Warlock from the New Mutants.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this looks very Sankiewicz, man. Look at that. (laughs) Yeah. And also,
0: what is the line? I, Darth Vader! Well, because it's a follow-up on I am the Master. I, Darth Vader. Yeah. Huh?
1: And then... Even crazier, honestly, is him picking up the robe with the blade of the saber.
0: And poking at the robe as though it's like, well, this is a laser sword, so clearly I should be able to poke the robes like a like like with a stick,
1: hey, right? Hey, hey, where'd you go? <laughs> and the- Vader,
0: puzzled at the old man's disappearance, pokes at the empty cloak. That's what the caption
1: says. If I remember in the in the movie it's like he steps on it with his boots, right? Isn't that kind of well because
0: I think at that point in the production they'd figured out like okay, lightsabers are just a laser sword. If they cut something, it'll burn. This is also a pose I don't want to see on Vader. The one hand on the hip and him
1: going like, What the The hell? What's going on? Yeah. It
0: it is like he's holding a stick and he's poking something on the ground.
1: Hey, hey, somebody get over here and help me. I gotta figure out what happened to this guy. This is weird.
0: Oh, can we talk about the sequence of Luke faces at the bottom of this page, though?
1: Oh, good Lord. You talk about the three different guys here. <laughs> because lots of detail on the...
0: Yeah, he's got a big screaming, Ben! Uh, yeah. as he, what does it say? Till Luke Skywalker realizes that he may have just seen Ben Kenobi's death. What do you mean he may have just seen?
1: Evidence is still out on this, man. <laughs> Jury still needs to get back to us. I don't know what he... I don't know what I just saw.
0: He, he um, briefly saw Obi-Wan Kenobi turn into a character that wouldn't be created for another decade, and he thinks he's well, not.
1: Yeah, well, the especially... The, now, in the movie, it's a little bit more mysterious because he seems to disappear at the same time as the swipe through. Here he appears to explode into pieces, and then... Uh, <laughs> Also, I don't remember Han saying he was a brave old geezer in the movie. I think that's yeah. a that's a Marvel Comics line I don't love. Uh because once again, people throwing around the word geezer in Star Wars seems a little odd to me. Uh, and then you get to uh, ladies and gentlemen, the late great Gilbert Gottfried as Luke Skywalker <laughs> on that last panel. It
0: does look like Gilbert Gottfried. Kill him, you dirty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a with a oh. mighty frap from his blaster
1: yeah. he's frapping good man uh he's uh, look, frapping don't everybody.
0: don't interrupt luke while he's frapping okay <laughs>
1: uh yeah i had to confirm there was an r in there great okay it's a frap never mind i was a little concerned for half a second um but uh <laughs> also you killed him you dirty what where was that going luke i don't like that i don't like where that's headed
0: well again we don't who knows? Luke's not going to be cursing in this book, though, because he gets cut off by the next page as as he's gunning down stormtroopers. Appear, well, luckily, they're all standing in a line for him, too, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the classic Imperial Congolide formation has won many battles, John. Here they come.
1: Um, <laughs> the idea and he- being they can't shoot through all of the guys in front of you. <laughs> Well, he frapped a couple. Now he's brazacking these guys. I love a good brazak. Yeah, uh, and they're only zicking back. So, what chance do they have? Almost oh, uh, none. Yeah, we get a lot more of Luke's bloodthirsty vengeance here. He shoots a couple of the stormtroopers in the movie. Here, it seems like he's out there for a little while, just gunning
0: dudes down. Well, and again, we've got more time to sit with it in the in the comic book, whereas yeah. it's a lot more frenetic and it's moving a lot quicker in the film. And then a distinct, familiar yet different voice rings in his ears. Luke,
1: it's Ben Kenobi's voice. Thanks, <laughs> book. Thank, thank you. Uh, but but was it? Maybe he just imagined it. Spoiler: No, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there is. I believe but in some, the
0: movie, yeah. it's run, Luke, run.
1: There is. Yeah. Here, <laughs> here he's just like Luke. I. Oh. Well, I was actually going to... Never, never. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You seem busy. Yeah,
0: I'll come back.
1: Look <laughs> <are> those footsteps.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he runs up the gangplank, gets back into the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leia's consoling him, as he says, I can't believe he's gone. And then we With come to t- our t- last t- page t- of the t- issue.
1: And, oh, can we... Well, let's not leave out uh, R2's mournful boop.
0: Oh well, it's a sad poop. We all knew it was a sad poop.
1: Uh, and then uh, yeah, we 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 take off. Uh, and uh, yeah, we get all the thing. I hope that old man managed to block out, knock out that tractor beam. Otherwise, it's gonna be a very short trip. And uh, hey, it's all right. Yeah, uh, babe, a line he definitely doesn't say in the movie.
0: Hold on tight, kiddies. Cause here we go, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I just comment on the the top right panel here with the three uh, PO with his head in his hands, looking like wistful, like he's a child contemplating his future. <laughs>
1: Just, I just, I've been
0: through so much
1: today, Master Luke. Oh, dear, oh, dear.
0: Also, these panels really firmly establishing. They have no idea how the Millennium Falcon's laid out with uh, Chewie and Han at the controls, but also Luke and Leia is sitting at the table directly behind them.
1: I have, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't even make any logical sense, really. Like, why would that, even if you don't know how the Falcon's laid out, why would that be the case? Uh, And and off it goes. The pirate starship powers away from the massive massive Death Star and disappears into the vastness of space. Next issue, Escape to the Moons of Yavin! I do love me a good Escape to the Moons of Yavin. I do too, but it makes me really go, how, how? They're really gonna... There is not much... At this point, we basically have the Battle of the Death Star left, so... It, is it just going to be them running around the base on Yavin Four, and the, Well, I guess we got to get the battle with the Tie Fighters
0: here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We get, we get the yeah, "Don't get cocky, right. kid" moment. So, we do, yeah, yeah, that can be a whole issue. <laughs> oh, and it will be.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm, I have no doubt. Yeah, uh, but I, I will say, uh, yeah, I, I will say, four issues in, in. I'm, I'm hitting the wall on the adaptation. <laughs> I am going like, oh my god. Can we please get away from the movie? <laughs> well, we've got no. two issues Before left, John. Yeah. Before we get to some real silly... Because I, because already, th- there are such weird impulses in this comic. So I'm going like, I cannot wait till they are unshackled from the movie. And just getting ready for the complete insanity
0: to follow. Oh, and look, I don't want to overhype it too much because some of it's real dumb. But there is some real bonkers stuff happening yeah. just after we get away from the movie. Well, yeah, and that's certainly my knowledge of
1: the comic is only from bits and pieces and more in an attitude of people going like, can you believe they did this in the comic? More so than I've actually <laughs> read it. I know some of the more insane stuff. Obviously, we're, we're, we are we're keep hyping up Jackson. Um,
0: <laughs> we're on Jackson count of
1: uh, several issues oh and counting. God, Jackson <laughs> is just... Everything about Jackson is... he's He really is the perfect encapsulation of this comic. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, but yeah, that's that's issue four, and
0: were they just dragging this sucker out? Yes, indeed, um, and. As always, uh, thank you for listening. If you want to support this and all the shows on the Punch-Up Entertainment Network, you can do so over at our patron page. That's patron.podbean.com punchup punch-up. There mm-hmm. you can get all sorts of bonus material, including, but not limited to, uh, a whole host of podcasts that are recorded explicitly for the patron feed, including one that John and I did where we watched the entirety of the 1970s Incredible Hulk TV show, The Green just- Mile
1: get enough of you and i talking about relics of 1970s pop culture
0: <laughs> oh and boy is that one a relic oh my god,
1: <laughs> so weird
0: at uh, least th- at least this one has some contemporary stuff we can compare to right yeah that <laughs> was
1: just that was complete insanity uh so yeah you can you can do that and of course if you're uh if you if you're a fan of this show here on youtube and you're watching on there uh, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe and ring that bell for your notifications
0: mm-hmm. bongle the dongle and all the little bits down below <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, I think that's uh, that's going to do it for
1: this week's episode
0: and as always may the panel be with you <laughs>